0: Greetings, friends. It is I, Igor, the Master's loyal servant. The Master wishes me to tell you that when he is conducting his experiments, stitching corpses together, and giving them unholy life, he listens to the Sean Geek Podcast, which he downloads directly from
1: seanmcginnety.ca. Igor, don't forget to tell him to download it from seanmcginnety.ca. The master wishes
0: me to remind you that he downloads the Sean Geek podcast from SeanMcGinnity.ca, and so should you.
1: It lives! It lives!
2: Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fred podcast with me, Sean Geek and FastFret. <laughs> and, and this week we have uh, a special guest, special guest returning kind of third on the show or third on the show or the designer of the uh, the logos and all that sort of stuff. And prodigal son. Prodigal son. He's returned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's also got his own show called the Spin Podcast. Welcome, Corey Taves,
0: no, otherwise known as the Corey Geek.
2: That's right. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Thank you. It was welcome back. <laughs> yeah. So it's like being home. It is being home. This is this is the home place. Um. So you get your own podcast. You started your own podcast in the last how how many months has it been now?
0: I think I started back in March, April, somewhere around there.
2: And how many episodes are we up to?
0: Uh, We are up to 10 episodes
2: plus one bonus episode. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. And uh, tell us what the show is about.
0: Well, the show is about I interview um, geek musicians. So people that are producing nerd rock. haven't had any, uh, nerdcore, uh, rappers on yet, but, uh, I'm looking forward to having some of those. Um, also interview, uh, musicians in the LGTBQIA2S community, that acronym is getting longer and longer every year it is out. Um, so I just, uh, interviewed Devin Tate, uh, yesterday who, or on Sunday, rather, who is, uh. Formerly of the band, uh, queer core band, Shit and Glitter, and uh, is now working as a solo artist. So a fat episode's up at the uh, GeekspinPodcast.castos.com if anybody wants to go and listen to it. And yeah, so also, you know, folk musicians, geek music, just basically a lot of uh, independent music uh, from around the world. Um, interviewed people from the U.S. all the way up to the U.K.
2: Yeah. Nice very thorough. It's actually very <laughs> impressive. Oh. like You're lining up like these, I don't know, these pretty damn cool artists and like right out of the gate. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, it's a couple weeks ago, I managed to interview uh, Adam Stemple, who uh, is formerly of uh, Boiled and Lead, oh. which is a band that I was liking to, listening to back in, uh, you know, early 2000s.
2: You made me um, listen to them. I recall this. Band. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Actually, I made you listen to the uh, soundtrack for The Gypsy, which was a book and uh, book and uh, music CD. So yep. that was actually part of the reason why I wanted to speak with uh, Adam Stemple. Uh, he's also the uh, son of a uh, rather prolific author uh, and folklorist, uh, Jane Yolen. Wow. So, yeah, we had a great conversation uh, with him and talked about you know his history uh, different bands that he's been in. He's also been in uh, bands with uh, Steve, uh, authors uh, Stephen Brust and or Bruce. Stephen Bruce?
2: Yeah, I'm not Stephen sure which, what the pronunciation is there.
0: I think it's Bruce and uh, Emma Bull. Wow. Um, and also, uh, he's been the producer and has played on The Flash Girls, uh, which has lyrics uh, contributed by uh, his mother, Jane Yolen, as well as Neil Gaiman.
2: cool shit, man
0: Yeah, it really is Well, the Flash Girls is Emma Bull and uh, Lorraine Garland Uh, Lorraine Garland is actually, was Neil Gaiman's, or Gaiman's I suppose it's properly pronounced Gaiman um, At least according to the Sam uh, Audible uh, soundtrack that I've been listening to Um, She was his personal assistant for about
2: 20 years She knows his stuff Yeah, pretty much Better than he does, I'm sure
0: Actually, the funny thing is, on uh, the Flash Girls CDs, his uh, daughters also appeared in the uh, in the background of uh, a few of the tracks.
2: Oh, cool! Yeah. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so that's what I've been up to.
2: (laughs) Not busy or anything. (laughs) No, not busy at all. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, the, the show sounds like a lot, like a lot of work, but the reward seems to be pretty huge.
0: Yeah. Well. It would be going a lot easier if, you know, I recorded an episode, say, two weeks in advance and gave myself, you know, nice buffering for getting everything edited together. And uh, but you know, I haven't been doing that. For example, uh with Devin Tate, um, I recorded the interview on Sunday. I was editing on Monday, and it was released Tuesday morning.
2: Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like from, from our show doing uh, interview segments or whenever we have guests on like the editing process is a lot more involved. If it's just Todd and I, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Cause you know, we know our stick, <laughs> we know what we do. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty easy, you know, but yeah, whenever there's a guest um, it can be challenging. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I've actually noticed I we're talking off camera earlier about the program that I use, which is Riverside FM, which I do highly recommend for podcasters. If you're doing interviews because you get uh, the separate audio tracks, um, for each person that's, uh, speaking rather than having to, you know, work out of off of a single audio track. Um, but the only problem that I've been finding recently is that there's about a four second delay in between when I ask a question from, uh, an artist and get an answer so that's been a little bit challenging
2: so you're just, fi- you're just fixing those things in post
0: yeah pretty much just kind of tightening everything up making uh, the dialogue a little bit snappier uh, trying to edit out all the uh's
2: and mm and
0: uh you know
2: all those as a, as a journalist you never do that I know no 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 <laughs>
0: I mean, cool. you know, professionals. Professionals don't do stuff like that, you know. I mean, Erica M. You know, celebrated. Uh...
2: Erica Um M.
0: Yeah, Erica Um.
2: <laughs> Hello. Hi,
0: Riley. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: trying to trying to sneak by.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, getting anyway. back to the
1: podcast.
2: Yeah. So, um. As of late, Todd and I have just been kind of doing a little bit of riffing on um, our Twitter feedback and stuff like that. And we had a a couple of uh, two or three episodes where we just, I don't know, for some reason, Twitter kind of jumped on it. And Todd and I started doing, putting out live polls literally while we're recording. Okay. Um, And (laughs) Todd's like, that sounds like a poll. So I'm like, okay, I start typing right in the middle of the episode. (laughs) Hoping to get answers quick enough that we can actually cover it in the episode, but, you know, kind of thought about, well, you know, let's just, let's just let it breathe. Let people put their votes in and then we can talk about it at a later time. So we've got a lot of, a lot of stuff. And I thought it might be fun to go over them with you and kind okay. of get your opinion. Cause I don't know if you voted in any of the polls that I posted, but if you have, then you can offer your perspective of why you voted a particular way or which way you actually voted. Cause I never see who voted what.
0: Uh, I don't follow you on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lying completely, but you know. So, and the other thing that came up, which I wanted to bring up, and uh, we had an episode that we did where we took listener questions. And okay. what it was, we, there was two questions that came up. One was asking us to, um. Take a listen to Mumford and Sons, which Todd and I had never listened to before. I know it sounds weird, but we'd never listened to them before. So we decided to take a listen. And then the other thing, we were asked a question whether we thought a hot dog was a sandwich or not. So those are kind of the two topics Mm -hmm. of the episode. So let's ask you really quickly Have you heard Mumford and Sons before?
0: I've heard of Mumford and Sons. I have not actually listened to them, but you know I'm woefully behind on listening to you know current, um, I guess top 40s music, yeah. popular music, as it were, uh, because I've been listening so much to you know just nerdcore bands yeah. and bands that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, you know? been doing the <laughs> hipster thing. It's like, you know, I've been listening to this band, but you've probably never heard of them. <laughs>
2: That makes it far cooler yeah. no one's listening to them.
0: Exactly. That's right. So I'm like you know the one person in their uh, in their audience at the it's kinda like uh like um um so what's his name? Weird Al? No, uh,
2: Jared threaten. Oh Jared. <laughs> oh man. When's this second album coming out anyway?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um Last time I checked, and I admit it's been months, but his uh, all his social media has been dark for at least a year.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's plotting something, I'm sure. Yeah, do you remember Jared Threaten? He was the guy that that faked his band. Oh, yes, 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 all his shows, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, because we're Sean and I were talking about it in real time, uh, back when this is actually happening. Yeah, like the story was still developing.
2: I think by... on the show, when were we talking yeah. about on the show? I think, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. like obsessed, obsessed with it. Yeah, it was just thre- absolutely Threateners, you and I. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I never got a t shirt. I always meant to get a t shirt and never did.
2: Actually, yeah, I should get a t shirt. Yeah. Support it on the show, Jared. Yeah. I'd love to have you on the show, dude. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Me. You know,
0: and then of course there was that uh, UK band that uh, did uh, threatened the musical, right?
2: Oh yes that's right yeah. Oh, I forgot They about contacted that. you about it. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of cool. So is a is a hot dog is it a sandwich or not? I'm going
0: to say yes. I mean it's a very particular type of sandwich but it is a sandwich. It is meat between two pieces of bread or a single uh, piece of bread if you prefer.
1: Or a single, yeah. Yeah
0: um with i mean the condiments can be considered vegetables you know we've got a you know tomato reduction aka ketchup
2: <laughs> tomato reduction
0: <laughs> yeah. um you know we've got uh we've got diced greens uh, or you know relish um and of course you know we've also got mustard which i absolutely loathe so i'm not a mustard i never have okay. mustard on my never no for me it's usually just relish and onion that's the two condiments that i want
1: unless it's honey mustard honey mustard uh, is a whole different animal
0: yeah i suppose i don't really eat a lot of honey mustard you know i'm not uh not fancy like that Yeah.
1: <laughs> no i didn't say Dijon mustard
0: <laughs> well you know Dijon too you know honey mustard you know it's like it's, it's like honey and mustard you know it's it's fancy
2: oh okay i just go straight for the honey yeah, yeah. the regular mustard is just too sharp
0: Yeah, exactly. It gives me headache.
2: Oh, yeah. Mustard. But yes, my vote (laughs) is
0: that that hot dogs are in fact a sandwich, or can be considered a sandwich.
2: All right. Okay. So on that episode, I tried to come up with a catchy title. Okay. Like we're talking about hot dogs, and um, and Mumford and Sons. So. The name of the uh, episode was called "Mumford and Sandwiches Make Me Feel Alive." Okay. So I wanted to have a, a catchy picture for the episode when I was posting it on on Instagram. You know, something kind of, kind of captivating, like that that would catch you. So I actually did a search, an image search, and I did Mumford and Sandwiches. That's what I typed out. Right. And Mumford the, ma- <laughs> Mumford the magician. From Sesame Street popped up with the typed words, a la peanut butter sandwich. Do you recall Mumford? Yes, I do. I
0: didn't realize he had a name,
2: though. I did not know his name was Mumford. So if you type up Mumford and sandwich, that's what you get.
1: Okay, well,
0: it's not my favorite Muppet. (laughs) Yeah, much better that than, you know, the other possibilities of, you know, Mumford and sandwich, because that could
2: potentially sound just wrong the triple x variety of mumford and sandwich yeah
0: oh that's not supposed to go in a hot dog bun <laughs> oh that's not right oh no don't put the ketchup on it don't put the ketchup on it
2: or put the ketchup on it but mm. leave the mustard off leave the mustard off not the hot chili flakes oh god do you, do you guys remember what mumford looked like
0: yeah, he had the uh, big bushy eyebrows. Didn't really have eyes. He um, was green,
2: wasn't he, or blue? Uh, I'm gonna pull it I up a right top now or show You guys.
1: He started describing the Swedish Chef there at the beginning.
2: Yes, I think Muppert,
0: M- Mumford was very much a similar type of Muppet, actually.
1: Because I don't think he had eyes, did he? The no, Chef he didn't
0: have eyes. Just a big bush. No, he didn't have eyes. Um,
1: port, port, port.
2: Yeah. I think Wake Mumford he just got right uh, big bushy eyebrows. You? Yeah, just eyebrows. Yeah, and a and a, and a mustache. He kind
1: of looks like the Count.
2: S- similar looking, isn't
1: it the Count? Well, it's it's the, uh, Oh, the magician. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Right. Yep.
0: I think it's the yeah. uh, the cape that's kind of you know you know he's rocking that look before Doctor Strange was.
2: He's a Doctor Strange, of to me. Strange.
1: Actually, you know what? He kind of looks like Manny. (laughs) Isn't
2: he? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't look at it. I gotta turn the screen up. <laughs> oh, shit. oh my god! He, he does. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my eyes are watering. <sighs>
2: <Okay, for> the- <laughs> he for those not in the know. He met my father-in-law. He's just like he looks, just like, <laughs> like Mumford the.
0: What so now? You're just, uh, you, you got to bring him a tuxedo and <laughs> a uh, Doctor Strange uh,
1: cape. <laughs> Tuxi- <laughs> do you have a picture of him? She put him up too. Put it side by side. <laughs> I'm, gonna, okay, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna, uh,
2: gonna do that, uh, that match up and, and and email the the whole family on that. One. That was oh my god.
1: When you put the episode up, put that as the caption uh, picture. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Actually, really? what you could do is a uh, animated GIF, and uh, you know, just a slow dissolve between the two of them. There you go. <laughs>
2: there you go. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh was as good as an orgasm. <laughs> 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 so, <clears throat> one of the things we uh, one of the things we asked in one of the polls. Uh, maybe I'll just do the share screen again. You guys can see. All right, so we uh, we talked about coffee, and I know you're not a coffee drinker.
0: No, I don't. It's, yeah, I, just, I never developed not, a taste for it.
2: I, I don't like the taste at all.
1: <laughs> you don't like the taste
2: of what? Of, of co- oh, coffee. I'm not, I'm not like a fan of it. It's not like I, I don't crave the taste of it. Exactly. Like it's just it's okay. I like the smell of it. Oh, the smell is great. Mm.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the taste I just I've never been able to get behind it. I like the, I like There's the taste. not enough sugar to make yeah.
2: Oh I yeah. love coffee. Well, Straight I up no sugar that I can drink. Here we go. Oh my god, this is taking forever to load.
1: See tea it's kind of had a, a weird aftertaste for me. It was just kind of a, a weird as a as a coffee drinker,
0: yeah I think I think it's uh in part it it's you know the coating that kind of gets left on your tongue, which I always imagine would be the same thing with coffee,
2: yeah, yeah, it is kind of gross, yeah I guess. all right, I'm just going to put this in here,
0: so are you gonna be asking your father in law to say a lot of peanut butter sandwiches? <laughs>
1: You should uh, record it, record it yeah. <laughs> side by side. <laughs>
2: uh, oh God.
0: It'll probably turn out just like I'm a pretty, pretty princess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Boy, there's a strip in there somewhere. Okay. So I don't know if you guys can see this or not, if it's big enough. Okay. Yet. We, we decided, we decided to talk about coffee and we talked about kind of the three competing brands in our neck of the woods. Is pretty okay. much McDonald's, Tim Hortons, and Robin's Donuts. Yeah, there's Starbucks. Yeah, there's all these specialty coffee shops and stuff like and that. Second but, cup. And second cup. But I mean, those are really the three competing ones. I would I would think. So we put a poll up on Twitter just to see what people preferred of the three brands. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh McDonald's was 20%, and Tim Hortons and Robins were tied at 40% apiece. So are
0: there even still Robins in the city?
2: Uh, they keep closing more and more of them. Yeah, but uh, I when I went up to Gimli when Sylvia and I went up there, uh, I had a robins out there, and I fell in love with robins again. Okay, like I really like the robins. So we had a bit of a a Twitter war over these results. Uh, <laughs> there's actually a bit. There's a bit. There's a bit of a fight here. So <laughs> Rob, Rob from. Uh, 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 from Rob's Overanalyze show there on, on YouTube, who's also on the okay. show at one point at our show. And the Manitoba Money Shot podcast were fighting it out over Twitter. So this is actually kind of entertaining. Um, Rob answered, Where's the <laughs> no difference option? And then Manitoba Money Shot, who every single episode he starts off with his Robin's coffee, and you hear him drink it. <laughs> <laughs> is good every episode every single episode and i actually listened to all his episodes so he answered to the no difference like he says where's the no difference option and then manitoba money shot responded with how dare you and then rob replied with oh i dare sir and uh manitoba money shot replied with what coffee is in your cupboard <laughs> cupboard 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 then folgers and then he actually
0: the lol.
2: Yes. Oh, LOL. Yes. Oh, yeah. You guys can see this. So then this is this is what this is what he makes.
1: Yeah, he like, make that, or is that something from like Starbucks?
2: I don't know. That's a good question. It looks question. like Starbucks. It does look like Starbucks. Yeah. But I mean, if I had that in the morning, I probably would go that route too, to be honest. It's and little then <laughs> <laughs> and then manitoba money shot responds with geez you might as well pour yourself a slice of cake robbins black 100 proof takes your roots out <laughs> so that, that there's,
0: there, there's nothing wrong with starting your day with a cup of cake
2: yeah a cup of cake it's awesome yeah exactly it's got milk it's got eggs in it yeah so then uh,
0: some uh, caffeinated uh, chocolate and you know you're good to go
2: yeah I like, I like, we just had, uh, we had, we just had our Sylvia and I just had our birthdays and we, um, every birthday, because we have it, we're day apart on our birthdays. We usually order a cake from one of Sylvia's clients who makes amazing fucking cake. And -hmm. she made, um, she made a lemon cake with the raspberry frost frosting. (laughs) Oh my God. It was just decadent. It was so fucking good.
0: Sounds like (laughs) an orgasm in your mouth
2: Yeah, it was amazing So we actually chopped it into fours So we could actually have it At different intervals So we didn't eat it all in one sitting Because that's probably not healthy
0: What's healthy for We're all in our 40s Don't have to be healthy anymore Oh wait, Mm -hmm. I'm in my 40s Yeah You know Sean 50 Uh, (laughs) And yet, which one of us looks younger?
2: Abby. Oh, yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> Sean doesn't have any facial hair. Otherwise, he'd be yeah, get, uh, this get, is gray, as gray as it,
2: us. Yeah. 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 So on the back of that question, I, th- I think Todd maybe put this Twitter poll out. I can't remember. But I said, we need, oh, you know, I asked for because t- for, we were doing it today. We need this for Tuesday's show because we're recording today on Tuesday. Right, and I wanted to know how people wanted their <clears throat> coffee, how they liked their coffee so I put down black double double one and one or other so I got 44 percent on black 44 percent on other and 11 percent on double double and it said we got a vote this is zero percent for one and one but it looks like there's something it looks there. like
1: something voted yeah that was at 18 votes well now why did we have other on this one but we didn't have other on the uh
2: I should have put other because. on the other one. I thought I only had three selections. I'm new oh, to this okay. poll thing, but we got some responses back. So it's interesting. We got responses back from Tony Restrained Guitar, who is Tony, the guitar player for Restrained out of uh, California, who um, okay. is this band, this band here. I don't know if you can see this or not. Okay, you can't see what I'm doing, can you? Uh we just well, have I, a little small. We, we
0: can see what you're doing, but you know the people out there in podcast land can't.
2: Yeah, so yeah, I, audio. I, so uh Tony is from like he did a guest appearance on uh the Shout it Out Loudcast, which is a KISS podcast, and I liked his opinions. He 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 basically for like three hours he was on the show and they talked about Dawkins, one of Dawkins okay. albums for three hours. Wow. So it was kind of entertaining. So I'm like, okay, who's who, like, who the fuck is this Tony guy that he loves George Lynch so much that, like, it sounds like he wants to marry the fucking guy? So I looked it up. It's like, oh, okay. He's with a band called Restrained. Okay, cool. So I decided to check it out, took a listen. Screaming demon. Yeah. So I listened to their new album, God of War. And I'm like, this is actually really good. Like, I actually quite enjoyed it. So I told them that. And then I'm like, ah, fuck it! I'm gonna buy their CD. So I went on their website and ordered the CD, and it took it took a little while to get it. But when I opened it up, they sent me their discography. Oh wow! Uh, They threw in some pics. Nice. They threw in some um, stickers, and they had a whole. They sent like a separate lyric sheet for for stuff, and it was like really generous, like i mean i was the, nobody's
0: the shipping, doing that the for me what's that nobody's doing that for me i mean i'm getting an extra cd here and there or an extra album but you need have their entire oh no wait actually no i should not say that um uh cheshire moon uh they actually gave me their entire discography uh digitally so i cannot say that nobody's doing that for me because somebody did that's awesome
2: yeah but they were so they're nice so i've been kind of not chatting with them but you know we we're both commenting on stuff here and there so he actually replied to the poll which was kind of cool um so he says <laughs> he, he kind of gets mocked on Shouted out, out loudcast all the time for various things i use flavored creamers cream and sugar if i have to i can't do black so this is a metal dude yeah having a vanilla latte you know or like you know this sugar 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 yeah uh which police which is sam he uh answered uh, black with like a civilized <laughs> person <laughs> <laughs> jim c who i believe is from the uh, rob and jim show uh over analyze everything he's his co-host there he said some cream milk no sugar beaver cream and sugar wait cream and sugar free coffee syrup
1: sugar free coffee syrup
2: <laughs> Sounds like an oxymoron or something. Cream, um, and then drop bear and panda. I'm not sure who that is, but uh, they responded. Uh, I think they have a podcast. I guess uh, they responded sometimes black, sometimes with the dash of cream milk. Bailey's, of course, maybe whiskey, but never ever with sugar. Mm. Let me point out, cream and milk, and especially Bailey's, all have sugar in it, and even mm. some whiskeys have sugar in it. Or rums, I guess, more specifically. It's just no, no added sugar. No, no. added sugar. No,
0: actually, I suppose if uh, if we were to add some of the kraken to a uh, cup of coffee after the you know third or fourth cup, you don't want to give a shit about the taste.
2: True. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I have added kraken rum to my coffee. Well, there you go. And then, boo world order. Um, I gotta look up who these people are with hot cocoa instead of coffee. Uh, I do like a uh, cafe mocha. Mm. It's good. Hmm. So the one of the other topics, we, we did it. Todd and I did an episode where we just Todd put a whole bunch of shit on our to do like we have the shared to do list. and okay. just A whole bunch of shit on there. We just like rifled through a whole bunch of them. And then the one that we talked about that we with, I don't know, we had some good back and forth on was, and we need to know what your thoughts are. Do you always sleep? Have you always slept on the same side of the bed? Have you, regardless of who you've been with, have you always sat on the same side of the couch? Do you always sit at the same spot at the kitchen table? Do you always park on the same side of the garage? If you have, or if, you're going to work. Do you always park in the same spot? So we're trying to see if there's a pattern of I always park my ass in the same place yeah. everywhere, regardless of what it is.
0: Okay, so on the couch, yes, I do definitely uh, sit in the, in the same spot and I have for, I guess, decades now. Um, that would be on the far left
1: corner of the couch. Now, did you claim that spot right from day one? Yeah, pretty much, actually.
2: Now, uh, was there any discussion? Support? So it wasn't inherited from the from the wife? Like, like she's no. already on the re- the other side, so I have to take this one?
0: You know what? I honestly couldn't say how we fell into that pattern. Um, but when I was living as a bachelor, I would always sit on the far left side of the couch. Um, you know, that's where I sat, and then the cat would be on the other side.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and strangely enough, when you came over and we had a podcast on our couch, you were on yeah. the far left side of the couch. The far left that's side. right! Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it just seems to be the spot that I naturally gravitate towards, you know, um, much like, you know, Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. That's my spot. Yeah, that's my spot. <laughs> You're sitting in my spot. I actually got offended the other day when I got on the bus and somebody was sitting in my usual spot that I take in the mornings.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you tell him he was was in your spot?
0: Uh, I was very tempted to, but you know what? (laughs) Winnipeg has enough crazies on the bus. I did not need to
2: contribute to that. So the bed? What about the bed?
0: The bed, I have definitely varied where I slept. Um, For the longest time, I actually would have been sleeping on... I guess it would have been the... uh... Left side of the beds. If you know my head is you know at the top and feet at the bottom, I would be sleeping on the left side. Um, but sleeping with partners, I often seem to uh, gravitate towards sleeping on the right. Really? Yeah. It hasn't been all partners, but it seems like uh, most partners have been uh, have kind of you know claimed that spot, and I've gravitated towards the other side of the uh, bed. Um, and nowadays you know with my wife I do have a tendency to sleep on the right side of the bed now
1: so now these other partners was this at their place that they already claimed a side or was you
2: know, this that
0: just seems to be the way that <laughs> things kind of you know fell in
2: yes dear yeah pretty much Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the table uh,
0: the table when we eat you know we have our seats um even at my you know mother's place we have our seats and actually now that I think about it my um, seat kind of uh, matches in both places um but you know for the most part you know especially living as a bachelor I never ate at a table oh yeah eating on my couch right um, and even nowadays, you know, our family has a tendency to just, you know, sit in the living room and eat on the couch rather than, you know, sitting around the table. Because usually our table is piled with crap. You know, <laughs> yep. We've got children and, you know, stuff and not enough room to, you know, put anything. So, yeah. Um
1: Just do was, the Ricky you... thing on the uh, Trailer Park Boys with the hockey stick. Just sticks it on top of his car, just goes, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: there. Actually, recently, uh, funny enough, the uh, Devil Panties, um, Jenny Breeden's uh, webcomic, uh, she did exactly that. Oh. It's, like, it's dinner time and just shoveled everything off the table because, you know, when, uh, you know, a lot of people tend to use their table as, you know, their work desk as well as,
1: you know,
0: for eating, so.
1: Especially nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: um, I'd say that, you know, at the kitchen table, I do seem to have a designated spot or a spot that I gravitate towards.
2: So we did a we did a poll to ask. So, uh, well, hang on, I don't have the right question in front of me. Damn it. Oh, yeah, same. All right. Let's so we wanted to see whatever, what, like, whatever, like, because we're like, kind of thinking, like, are we just the odd ducks out? because I'm always in the same spots. Yeah. Except for the dinner table. The dinner table is a catch as can. We rarely eat together because you know, we work opposite sh- shifts of each other. Yeah. So we asked, the first question we asked on Twitter was, do you always sleep on the same side of the bed? Do you always sit on the same spot on the couch? What about the dinner table? And a hundred percent said yes. Yeah. So, which is very, very interesting. So then we said, oh. well, conversely, do you and your significant other sit on the same sides of the couch as you would the same sides of the bed or reverse? So if you're on the left side of the couch, are you on the right side of the bed? It was reversed. Uh, I was 75% the same hmm. on, the, on the, on the pole.
0: Which is funny. Cause it's uh, reversed for me. You know, I sleep on the right side of the bed and sit on the left side of the couch.
2: We are on the same. We are on the same sides of bed and couch.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like one of those you know questions that uh, you see every once in a while. It's like you know when I became an adult, why did nobody tell me that I would have a favorite element on the stove?
2: <laughs> uh, we. I have a favorite element too. The one that's not broken.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. There is that. I mean, I always do gravitate towards one element just because it's closest to me and it's the biggest.
1: Yeah. So left Yeah. front.
0: Uh, actually, for us, it's the right front. Right front. Yeah.
1: My right back doesn't work that well. It's one of the bigger burners. Yeah. When you put it down to full, you kind of have to bring it down to about eight or nine just so there's something wrong with the... Um, I'm going to have to change that, I guess. Like
2: it's just always on max? It's always like super hot, regardless of what you put.
1: Or, well, no, no, it's got one of those infinite heat controls. But the thing is, that it's, it's stuck on low. Oh, and then okay. when you, I don't know what point, like I'd have to put a meter and stuff on it to see what it's doing. But it just seems to take forever. If you want to boil water yeah. on, on max, you have to almost yep. turn it down to nine. Now, here's a question for you
0: Do you have a favorite knife for uh, preparing food?
1: Yes. No. I've got one of those, you know, those serial killer knives. The ones where they show you in front of the the, the curtain in the shower. That knife, that knife is my go-to knife. There you go. That one? Mm, Mine's a different one. Yeah. Yeah, longer, bigger, Eh, but the same shape. Because I need to sharpen it. (laughs)
0: Uh, The funny thing is, you know, I tend to gravitate towards that knife because it's just, it's one of my favorite uh, knives to use, but uh, my wife for pretty much everything uses a bread knife. What? Yeah.
1: Must be great for peeling potatoes.
0: (laughs) Well, not quite that, but I mean, you know, for any uh, cutting duties, you know, whether she's cutting meat or cutting bread, you know, she'll use the bread knife. And I can understand it, you know, it's rated, and quite often, you know, especially, you know, coming up, um, we haven't always had the greatest knives, so it's the one knife that will usually cut through things as opposed to, you know, all the other knives from the dollar store that are yeah. dull.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Hence you're going to be sharpening your knife.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: No. Now what do you have a sharpener or do you have like just a stone, whetstone, where you just kind of do your circles and your figure eights and stuff?
0: Well, I had a whetstone; it and broke. Um, part of the reason I bought it down here is uh, I was going to use the uh, Dremel on it. Give it a uh, proper sharpening. I do have a, uh, you know, one of the uh, pull-through sharpeners Counter as well, but that's really good for, <laughs> yeah, but that's only good for uh, touching up the blade. Uh, this okay. needs a proper sharpening right now.
1: Oh, did you know, you know, those, uh, when you get the whole kit of, of knives and it has that one long one, that's the circular one. It yeah. looks like it's your sharpening thing yeah i I don't think it's to sharpen. I think it's just to straighten the blade
0: because when you uh, look no, at it's it it's actually for sharp very rarely work properly. What's that uh they're for sharpening, but they very rarely work properly. You almost need like you know a you know three hundred dollar one to get a proper sharpen off of them.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was just to kind of straighten the blade no because sometimes the braid will you know kind of walk no
0: yeah I've no. never learned to use one of those properly.
2: I have no idea how to use them. <laughs> yeah. I've sharpened blades a couple of times and then Sylvie comes home with like, she'll go to the somewhere and buy a three or four. She likes, so, so Sylvie's favorite knives are, we call them the Portuguese knives. Like knives? What's that?
1: Like a pair knife?
2: Paring knife. How did you know that's what I meant?
1: It's about the, the
2: blades about, you know, yeah. four yep. or five inches long. Yep. And they use that. She's per- that colored handle on it. Yep. And uh I, i'm not trying to um paint a particular picture of, of, of the port of Portuguese, but they all have them they all have a bunch of them in their drawer and they always walk around with them
1: I've with al- knives I've,
2: I've almost been stabbed I don't know how many times in the kitchen, but I think it's it's like if I can just grab so they kind of hold it like the well you can't see if you're listening but they kind of hold it like this, walk around the kitchen, kind of like this. I think it's a get the fuck out of my kitchen sort of scenario. Well, I do the same. Thing. I know how to use this, you know?
0: Because my kids are always coming to the kitchen when I'm trying to prepare food. And it's like, you know what? Just, I've got the knife, get out of here. It's of like course, your daughter will just grab the knife, uh, grab another knife, and you know, threaten me right back. So that doesn't work out so well all the time.
1: <laughs> it's like the old Italian it mom out enough. of the
0: kitchen. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. You know, what you should get them for Christmas mm. leather holsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For their yeah. paring knives. Yeah. And they can walk around, they can put it in their sheath. It's safe. You don't have to worry about it. And they can just kind of pull it out like a ninja.
2: Interesting. I'm 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 making a mm-hmm. mental out of that one. <laughs> how
0: about a wrist uh, wrist sheath?
2: Oh yeah, see Ooh. Right it's right there. You know, just pull it right out.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's always Or like, how good. about like a
2: Wolverine sort of thing, where just whoosh, but it would like come out of like out of the hand, like you know, like those trick guns that some people would have. Like yep, yep, you know what I mean? A sleeve gun, sleeve gun, yeah, but yep. like a sleeve knife, a Portuguese sleeve knife. Yeah, or actually, those diving,
1: diving knives that uh, go against your your ankle. Yeah. And your calf, yeah.
0: Did you ever see the movie Hudson Hawk? No. Who framed Hudson Hawk with uh,
2: Bruce Willis? No, I know the f- film you mean, but I actually okay. never saw it.
0: All right. Uh, one of the main villains actually had knives like that. A pair of knives that were mounted on these spring. It's some sort uh, of
2: hydraulic spring release. Yeah, spring
0: release on their forearms. The yeah. Pretty much exactly. We had a pair of them. I always thought it was a really neat thing, but are we doing? You know, are are we doing, the only good thing about that movie?
2: Are, are we doing character creation right now? So uh, uh, a Portuguese, uh, Portuguese ninja, a Portuguese sh- a chef with secretly ninja. Secretly a ninja. They get the blades thing. They <laughs> use the knives in the kitchen, but they're <laughs> too good with the knives. So it's like they have the secret background. They're now no.
1: You should get a Mumford puppet,
2: <laughs> Mumford puppet, <yeah. laughs>
1: and rig him up with
2: the blade.
0: <laughs> I love peanut butter sandwich.
1: <laughs>
2: oh god. Okay, oh, yeah, there's a couple more, a couple more polls. Uh, this is how many polls I did in like three weeks. It's ridiculous. But uh, the other poll I did, um, uh, Karen comes on every once in a blue moon, and and we just talk geek uh, when she's on. So we uh, we she reviewed the live- seat Manager. What's that?
0: She doesn't ask to see the manager.
2: No, she doesn't. No, she's a she's she's a good Karen. She's a very good Karen. Not that um, Karen. So no, definitely not.
0: <laughs> we, I like uh, Karen. Karen, you know I like you. I'm just yeah. I'm just Karen's really, awesome.
2: That's I'm right. Yeah, you person. did the Disney uh, the Disney celebration episode there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know who Karen is.
2: Yeah. So we did the um. We both watched the last two films in the X film franchise which were dark, dark Phoenix and uh, new mutants. And uh, we reviewed them and kind of did an overview of all the films, but we wanted to know what people thought, which was the better of those two final X films. Now I know Todd hasn't seen them, but so based on the to title, talk. Todd, based on the title, okay, which one's the better film, dark Phoenix or new mutants or
1: minions, new mutants. Oh, New Mutants. Banana. Banana?
0: He's a banana. Banana.
1: What was the first one again?
2: Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Uh, I think Dark Phoenix would be better. All right. Yeah. Did you see those final two films? No. They're both on was Disney Plus, anything. by the way.
0: Yeah, you know, it means having to have you know find time to actually watch TV, and you know when it's not Thomas the Tank Engine or you know our kids playing Genshin Impact. Yeah, yeah, we don't have time to you know. But I work, you know, so I've I don't get to watch TV as much anymore.
2: Our our choices were we actually liked New Mutants a lot more than Dark Phoenix. Um, okay, it's a it's a horror film. Uh, it it's it's odd it's peculiar great characterizations like it's like right out of the comic books and uh, the storyline is a Bill Sankiewicz, uh story okay um, you know who Bill Sienkiewicz is I think oh okay he, he's he's famous he, he did a lot of new stuff but okay. um the, the movie was actually quite good I actually quite enjoyed it and I thought it was like I actually want to see a sequel to it I know that won't happen but um but interestingly enough, as much as Dark Phoenix was panned, 60-40 people preferred Dark Phoenix over New Mutants. Okay, which is interesting because Dark Phoenix was kind of a hot mess.
0: A lot of the late X Men films were. I mean, they kind of redeemed themselves when they started doing the, uh, you know, the James McAvoy. Yeah. Uh,
2: era class there the first class movie was great
0: yeah but yeah the i mean after x-men 2 just kind of seemed like everything fell apart for a while
2: yep yep uh my yeah my favorite film was first class i mean outside of like well i'm logan was great deadpool is great i consider that an x-film but uh in terms of this the actual x-men films like first class was great now i've got a question for you sean
0: Yes. There's been a lot of talk you know, recently about uh, recasting Wolverine um, and to the Hollywood, uh, big Hollywood names that have been uh, touted. Which one would you prefer? Keanu Reeves or Carl Urban? Carl hmm. Urban. I would go with Carl Urban.
2: I like Keanu Reeves, but I envision him more playing Namor, the Submariner, yeah. or... Someone more like that. Someone majestic. And he's actually
0: supposed to be coming to the MCU, isn't he?
2: Yeah, he's uh, every time they decide they're doing a new film, a new like Marvel's decide. Okay, we're gonna do Guardians three, or we're gonna do Black Panther two, or like he gets approached every single time for every single movie. Which which character do you want to play? And then it's all it's all a scheduling thing. Yeah. So he's interested. But they haven't settled on what he would play.
0: Yeah. Uh, just I happened to think about the other day it was because somebody had mentioned you know Carl Urban as Wolverine like you know what if if anybody in Hollywood right now could pull it off it would probably be Carl Urban.
2: There's rumors that uh, Professor Xavier, the one played by uh, Patrick Stewart, is will be in the Doctor Strange film. Ooh. Ooh. would Daniel Craig. Hmm. No, maybe. Yeah, I, that's actually not a bad choice. No, he's free. He's—I mean, not yeah. free, like cheap, but he's, available. He just <laughs> he's available. Well, he finished Bond, right? He's done doing the yeah. Bond thing. Yeah. Four films over what twenty years? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I liked his Bond though. You I know. like his Bond. Yeah. That—that's. you know i I grew up on todd who's your bond
1: uh well i think mine's sean connery i mean that's mind you i've I've seen him in a whole bunch of other movies so it's just kind of more of a familiarity i guess yep but i mean roger moore was pretty much growing up That was our
2: time, I think, watching Bond was pretty much. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was him and his fancy car with the, you know, could shoot bullets and drop, you know, things behind him to, you know, the old, old school uh, Bond, kind of like an Austin Powers type thing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think Austin Powers and and that version of James Bond are probably very, very, very similar. Actually, I had another question for you then.
0: Speaking of James Bond and speaking of Sean Connery as James Bond, was The Rock. A James Bond film have you heard this uh, this rumor or this fan theory I, I guess it was? this
2: fan theory I want to go back and watch The Rock because I, I read so, Todd, Todd have you heard this this theory
1: what's that The Rock's playing James Bond
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that better <laughs> yeah
1: can you smell what Bond is cooking <laughs> yep any penny
0: yeah. <laughs> no the um <sighs> At the end of which movie was it? Was it Doctor
2: No? Ooh, that Bond was uh, sailing off in my memory here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it might. Uh... Shit, I can't remember. If it... No, because remember he did one that was Bond, but I don't think he ever called himself Bond in it. Like there was another Bond film that was. Yeah, done there was another
0: Bond film that. But no, I'm... because this kind of fits in um, with the Sean Connery as James Bond uh, films. Um, essentially, Todd, what happened was at the end of one of the films, he was kind of floating away in a, uh, I believe it was a life raft. And then in the next film, you know, they mentioned that Bond had been missing for, you know, several months.
1: Well, usually at the end of the Bond films, isn't he floating around in something with yeah, some woman?
0: With some woman, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the idea was that during that time, um, because they had mentioned that this, you know, Sean Connery's character, Uh, Had it was a prisoner in Alcatraz and had managed to escape after, you know, several months of imprisonment, but they never knew what his real name was. So they're saying that, you know, Sean Connery's character in The Rock was actually may have actually been James Bond, that period that he was missing. I mean, it's a fan theory, but at the same time, you know, kind of fits in with, you know, some of the details.
2: Hmm. You remember The Rock, Todd, that movie? Because it was who else was in it? Was that um Nick Cage? Nick Cage, yeah, yeah, yeah kind of before nuts. he was you know really
0: chewing the scenery. Yeah, it's, and they had to break into Alcatraz to uh, get the chemical weapons
2: with the uh, Steel Team. And The Rock was referring to Alcatraz because Alcatraz yeah. is, called, is called The Rock, right?
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's doesn't it kind of rings a bell, but. It could have been mixed up with a bunch of other movies from Alcatraz because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's been a, there's been a couple.
2: Oh yeah, um, and... I, I I like those those movie theories. Like there there was the one that um um that Fight Club was the sequel to yes. Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Is that what it was?
0: No, it wasn't Ferris Bueller. It was um... bloody hell. I'm blanking on it right now and i actually went out and bought the dvd just so i could uh, rewatch it again um
2: ferris bueller is one of those theories because the theory of ferris bueller is that ferris and cameron are actually the same person
0: well yeah there's i've heard that one as well
2: and and then that ferris
0: bueller is cameron's uh kind of alter ego like
2: yeah there's yeah. the shy the shy side and then there's the over the top I can do no wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking this up, aren't you? You're like, god damn it, I gotta oh, figure yeah. it out. Uh, let's see. Um... I wonder if we can make that correlation between uh, Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater and one of Christian Slater's later films.
0: Cloak and Dagger.
2: Oh, God. So Cloak and Dagger and Fight Club? Fight Club.
0: So Cloak and Dagger was about a uh, young boy who um, has an extremely active memory, uh, plays a D&D tabletop game uh, where he plays, you know, this uh, special agent
2: it's a spy tabletop
0: game, yeah okay, yeah, and the character, and the special agent, you know kind of you know appears to him as if he was you know his real imaginary friend um throughout the film, um and he winds up getting a video game cartridge that belongs to that has plans for a i believe it's a spy jet, and now he's got you know hired killers after him trying to recover the...
2: Who played the kid? Do you remember? Oh, God. It wasn't Elliot, was um, it? E.T. Like e. Elliot? No, it wasn't Elliot. Uh, oh, do you remember, that? Do you remember that, that movie?
1: Is that like a Super NES cartridge?
2: Yeah, pretty
0: much, actually.
2: <laughs> Cloak and Dagger. I, I remember that was a big, kind of big film at the time. Oh, man. Hang on a sec. I've got right
0: here. Cloak and Dagger. All I'm um, seeing
2: is the other Cloak and Dagger. The um, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe one.
0: Directed by starring Henry Thomas, Danby Henry Thomas.
2: And Murphy. Yeah, Henry Thomas was the Elliot. Yeah. There you go. Now,
1: are you talking the series or the movie? It's movie, right? 1994
0: or 84? 1984,
1: yeah. No, I don't no. think I've seen that.
2: I no. don't I think I saw it because we had like we had the satellite dish back then. Dabney Coldman, was that correct, right?
1: Yeah.
2: It, it was, was actually
0: rich- one of my favorite films. We had uh, I had taped it off of uh, Super Channel, and you know, go back and watch it periodically. Hmm.
2: It was oh, it was originally released in a double feature with the Last Starfighter. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I really want to talk about that movie <laughs> at some point. The Last Starfighter. Oh, I'm down for it. Todd, have you seen? You've seen the Last Starfighter? We, we, <laughs> we, it was. They used to play it regularly on Super Channel or one of the channels we had on the dish. So that was the, the the theory. The that film was about the kid who plays video games, and he gets really good, and he's like the best at it. But the video games are actually a recruiting platform for the I don't know the galactic star league or something star league to recruit pilots and they're using the video game as training to fly their to fly their uh, their planes not their planes but their starships
1: wow sounds like that PC video game for uh for the military <laughs> yeah <laughs> that you can play
2: for free and I think they it had uh, the RV that turned into a spaceship the R V that turned into a spaceship that's right yeah
1: what was the name of it? The last what?
2: The last Starfighter. Hmm. I mean, talk if you want to talk about a movie that uh plays on every fantasy of a young kid in that era. Yeah. You're obsessed with video games, and it's actually a skill that you can use, right?
1: Well, I don't think I've seen it, but it looks like it would have been in a good movie.
2: Oh, that movie was
1: great.
0: With uh, computer generated imagery, actually, I think it was one with the first real uses of uh full cgi uh probably space battles yeah and uh it was actually done by a canadian company what same company that did uh reboot
2: holy shit i had no idea yeah now let me confirm
0: that because i may be wrong but
1: i think tron was my first sci-fi type movie that i've that i saw
2: if you want to talk about a movie that didn't uh, that uh, possibly didn't hold up, I watched it again. I still love the original Tron. Nobody can change my mind on it, but I watched it with Sylvie. Sylvie is younger than, than <clears throat> I am and never seen yeah. the original Tron. Really? So I made her watch it and she's like, this is garbage. Did not like it at all. <clears throat>
0: You know what? It's it was a product of its time, and it can be slow moving, but I loved it.
2: Yeah. Like the concepts within it. Todd, I think, did we not watch Tron at our house? Uncle Peter yep. had yep. a uh, not a laser disc. It was yep. the movie yeah, that played was, like a it was a record. It was a gold disc about yeah. the size of a
1: like the 33 speed, the you know, the, the album. It was the size of that, and yeah, I remember watched. Yeah, I watched Tron. Uh, I think we watched Taps. I think we watched uh, Taps, yeah. on on Golden Pond or something Golden like that. Pond, or, yeah, and
2: um, this is this, yeah. This was, I, I remember
1: watching Tron. Was yeah. this
2: not before you could before VHS? I before think VHS? it
1: was around the same time. I think in and around maybe within a year or two, but yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I think the the video disc came out first and then the VHS came out or was it beta and then VHS? I can't remember. No, I don't remember which one came first, but it was good quality. I mean, for the time, but mind you, I mean, we only had tube TVs, so they weren't like high def. Yeah. But I recall it being look way better than the rabbit ears that we use for channel, channel seven, channel two, and then channel 11 it was French Channel 13 if you dialed it in right, you could kind of get it. It was kind that of was, snowy.
2: That was Charlottetown That could have been right that. Yeah, that was Charlottetown. still oh, watch
0: incidentally, I may have been wrong about the uh, CGI on uh, Last Starfighter so just edit that part out so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll have to keep it in. Do you guess, <laughs> but back then there was like some pretty interesting movies that came out that were kind of taking chances and trying different things um the other one are
0: there was movies out there that would never get made
2: today exactly that's exactly what i mean like it was just yeah you were but you were allowed to make a movie like that like yeah um night of the comet that was probably like one of my favorite all-time 80s movies i don't know if you guys remember that one that was one that and it was one of those things where there was particular movies that played on whatever it was we had super channel or whatever they just they just cycled the you know certain movies over and over and over again no retreat no surrender was one of those with van damme night of the comet was one of those um it was it was a zombie movie that was my first zombie movie was night of the comet and had the the lady who i had a massive crush on katherine mary stewart was in it oh my god yeah yeah um one of
0: my favorite movies from that era was the wraith
2: the Wraith. That sounds familiar. Oh, by the way, Night of the Comet was the inspiration for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. So that's uh, that alone makes it worth watching. So The Wraith?
0: Yeah, it was about a uh, kid gets killed uh, by, you know, street racers and comes back as a vengeful spirit in a uh, supercar.
2: Oh my god. I kind of remember this
1: movie. Like a maximum overdrive? Uh, not quite. Oh, with the um, vehicle with the car. Charlie
2: Sheen, Sherilyn Fenn, Nick Cassavetes, and Randy Quaid. Good old Randy Quaid.
0: Yep, it was uh more along the lines of you know, Automan meets um ghost.
2: I here, guess. here, here's the description on Wikipedia The Wraith tells the story of an Arizona teen who mysteriously returns from the dead as a supernatural or possibly alien created. Street racing, street racer driving in an invulnerable supercar. His intent is to take revenge on the gang who murdered him. Uh-huh. That, that sounds like uh, the the plot of uh, Tarantino film that uh, what was that movie. Uh, not, it was yeah, Death, Death Proof and um, the other one that was the the Rodriguez. Um, um, what was the other one called? Well,
0: no, they're both part of the Grindhouse series. Yeah, the uh, Grindhouse
2: Du, 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 I can't remember. Yeah, that that remember. was it. Was a Robert Rodriguez one, anyway. Yeah. But anyway, anyway,
0: it was the one that spawned Machete. Yeah,
2: yeah, Machete. Donnie Trejo. Dun, yeah. Oh man, that was awesome. All right. Uh, did, well, what? Go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I was gonna say, did was Star Wars before? space 1999 and buck rogers and all in that era or was it after
0: i think it was a little after for uh, both of those yep um okay. yeah because buck rogers i think was like early 70s late 60s and star wars was started filming in the late 70s early 80s the
2: like battle galactica definitely came after star wars i know that yeah.
1: one Well, year did star happened? wars come out here's some trivia 77 yeah
2: okay, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That was pretty easy trivia, actually.
1: Well, I figured you guys would know. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I...
0: Yeah, was with one of the hottest ants in all of movies. Aunt Peru
2: and so Peru. In... <laughs> <laughs> I I liked Owen in Peru. I actually like when they, they did that that uh, they did that show Ops. called Droids. Yeah. Did you ever see yeah. Droids? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, droids.
2: droid. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it was a spoof of cops and Star Wars. And it was about the, what was it called? Troops, right?
0: No, troops, yeah.
2: Yeah. So it was. No, there's uh, an animated
0: series called Droids,
2: which yeah. is done by Nalvada. Mm-hmm. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yeah. I like spaceballs. Yeah. That is a classic. Spaceballs. Yeah. All right. Well, we've uh, been going for a while and I think yeah. we should call it. It's bedtime for many of us.
0: No, it's right. past my bedtime.
2: I know it is. <laughs> I, was, I was watching the clock and I was trying to be cognizant of it. Yeah. Um, so uh, where do we find you, Corey?
0: Uh, you can find me at uh, Castos. I'm one of the Castos boys now. Uh, so that's Geekspin Podcast at .castos.com Uh, You can find me on Twitter, uh, MTG Comic. Um, I haven't been updating Facebook as much lately. I'm just kind of almost done with the platform, personally. Uh, Still update my... Yeah, I'm just not using it as much for...
1: uh... It's For old people, he's not quite 50 yet. (laughs) Yeah, not yet. (laughs)
0: Um, and beyond that, uh, there's also, uh, our Patreon, uh, you know, meet he geeks because you know, we fucked up on that. Meet what? It's you know, geeks. Meet he geeks. Yeah. It's M E E T H E. Do we really do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that's my kind of God.
2: Nobody...
0: <laughs> You'd never noticed that before
2: now, that's why I can't search it. Yep. <laughs> meaty oh. <he> geeks. <laughs> meaty <he> geeks. Meaty <laughs> <he> geeks. Meaty <Meet laughs> <he> geeks. Yeah. <laughs> meet. Or it's m- meaty geeks. Meaty geeks.
0: Yep. Anyway, it's meat he geeks at
2: <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, you can um uh, hi Riley. Uh you can find Say us hi. Say hi, I see Pikachu. <laughs> um, you can find Honestly us. Uh, oh, derp, who Dorkachu? Derpachu. Derpachu. Derp, derp. Derp. Um, yeah, you can find us at Sean Geek Podcast on all social media platforms. And our home is, of course, Sean McGinnity.ca. S E A
1: N M C G I N I T Y. Sorry, where was that again?
0: Was that Sean McGinnity.ca?
1: S-C-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y dot C-A. Oh,
0: Sean McGinney D.C. Right. Sean McGinney dot C-A. Got it.
2: I always love that. <laughs> <laughs> and love <laughs> you, brother. Good to see you again. Love you. Nice to see you brother. again. Yep.
0: One of these days, you know, might actually be able to do it in the same place.
1: Oh, God. That'd be so much fun.
0: Yeah. All right. Have a good night,
2: guys. All right. All right. See y'all later. Yeah later. Bye bye. So the one of the other top <laughs>